Welcome to Legal Management Talk, official podcast of the Association of Legal Administrators. I'm your host, Christina Vragovich. Today our guest is John Gilbert, Senior Vice President at NQ and a recent contributor to ALA's Legal Management Magazine. His feature in the November-December issue was titled The Paper Pyramid Scheme and offered some surprising insights into, of all things, paper storage. Welcome, John. Hi. Thank you for having me on. Sure. Can you tell our listeners in your own words um, just a little bit about your career and your expertise in the industry? Absolutely. I've been in. Uh, I've actually been in legal my entire life, uh, assisting law firms. By um, uh, started doing uh, was back in the Wang days, helping to do Wang add-ons and things like that, and then conversion from Wang to Word and Word Perfect to Word and. Now I've continued on and, and uh, a great uh, career here at NQ where I've helped start the company, been, been part of the company from day one and uh, continue to help it grow and it's an exciting time. Excellent. So, so as I mentioned, your feature was titled The Paper Pyramid Scheme um, and, and in it you compare paper storage to the kinds of cosmetic sales and other schemes that often end up costing their salespeople money in the long run. Tell us about how off-site storage can end up eating a major chunk of a firm's budget. Absolutely. So I did. I got. I was thinking about an article, and someone wanted me to get into uh, reselling health juice. And it seems so simple to, to start out and cost you a few bucks. You buy a couple bottles for yourself, and you resell a couple bottles, and no problem. And yeah, I started talking to other people that had tons of these bottles laying around everywhere and couldn't sell them. And it, I started thinking about comparing that to what law firms experience in putting paper off-site. And when you start out, it's so simple. It's a, it's a few dollars a, a year to put paper off-site. Um, no big deal. You don't think about it. And it's, it's kind of like you just keep going and going, and it's on autopilot. And there's so many firms. I know firms have been putting paper off-site for 60, 70 years now. And it's just a matter of fact. We're going to put so many boxes off-site, and it's going to cost us so much. And today I'm doing the consulting with a lot of firms, and we're talking about what they have off-site. And it's beginning to come to them that, we just continue to do this without thinking about it, and the bill grows and grows. And now, how do we stop that? And there's a lot of talk. Do we scan everything and then shred it? Do we just shred it? How does it fit with our retention policy? And then the attorneys become involved, because in most states, you have to notify your client if you're going to uh, destroy the work product, or you have to give them the opportunity to take it all back. And many attorneys don't want to contact their clients and say, come pick up your stuff or I'm going to destroy it. So it seems simpler and easier for them to say, you know what, let's just wait another year. Let's see what next year brings. And therefore, storage just continues to grow and grow. And when firms do make the decision that they want to start to wipe out the storage or reduce the storage for what they can, what does fit the retention policy. Now it's how do I go about doing that? Do I do it in small bites every time I pull something back? Do I do it in large quantities, whatever fits my retention policy? And there's a cost involved. It's amazing that 
in many cases, depending what you've negotiated with your off-site storage company, it actually costs two or three years worth of keeping it there just to pull it out of their permanent storage and to have it shredded. And a lot of firms will look at that and say, wow, if I just start shredding things and getting things today, I'm incurring a bigger cost than what I have in the budget, so maybe we should kick it to next year. I've also talked with a lot of firms today, a lot of the larger firms, that have finally just put a moratorium on the boxes they have off-site. And I know one firm, they have 300,000 boxes off-site. Firm management came to them and said, you have 300,000 boxes off-site. That's all you're going to have. Start figuring it out. And so I, as I talked to many firms today, they're all working through how are they going to reduce this, how are they going to stop the flow of things off-site. And it is a daunting task only because it's been growing for so many years and not really looked at. Well, that's part of why the article was so fascinating, because um, it's this thing that you, you don't really think about. You just sort of send the boxes to storage, right? Um, so for listeners, you can, you can find that article at legalmanagement.org um, and just look for the November-December issue of 2016. So, John, you'll be speaking at our annual conference and expo in April as well. So one of your sessions is called Top 12 Objections to Scanning and Destroying Paper. Um, can you briefly share just one or two of the most common objections you run into and, and perhaps also how you address those objections? Absolutely. And I'm looking forward to speaking. Uh, I've been speaking uh, in various forums with ALA since 1994. And so uh, I'm always excited to I learn. I feel as I learn as much from people when I do speeches and they give me feedback as um, as I can give. So it's a great time. Um, yes, objections. Some of the things I talked about earlier, attorneys get worried. Um, do I really want to contact my client and tell them I'm going to destroy something? Uh, I think one of the things I try and encourage attorneys is that this is this can be a way to contact your client and say, hey, did I do good on that case for you? Do you have anything else for me? Um, and by the way, we're you know we're saving some money, we're getting rid of some things. But attorneys do get worried about contacting their clients, so that's that's a big. Uh, hang up with a lot of them that uh, we now encourage firms to make sure that's in your client agreement up front, that once the case is closed, once the matter is closed, that um, anything left over in paper form will be destroyed unless you want it back. Uh, the other thing that uh, attorneys really believe is that, or many attorneys, I shouldn't say all attorneys, but many attorneys believe that paper is safer. Uh, if I've got that paper in my hand, no one's going to no one's going to hack into it over the net. No one's going to do something else. And what a lot of attorneys need to come to grips with is that paper is not safe at all. I know many attorneys who have, or many firms who have had attorneys who have left confidential, highly confidential documents in taxi cabs, in the back seats of airplanes. Um, I've seen uh, I've seen attorneys taking things. We you know you, you see these big stacks of cases and they're wheeling it to the courthouse and it's raining on them or the wind hits it, um, let alone any natural disaster that may occur um, and hit and, and happen to hit an off-site storage or, or even, even occur to um, an office itself, the safest thing to do with paper is to scan that paper, um, digitize it, and have it electronically. And it's also the easiest. If, you know, if I have the ability to have my case 
where I can pull it up electronically and go through it on whatever device I'm using, a Surface, an iPad, a laptop, that I can I have everything at my fingertips. I don't have a chance of having anything out of, out of sort. I don't have page 50 missing, what happened to that. Uh, calling my secretary, can you reprint this and run to the court for me because I need it, I'm missing something. Paper is not safe, and that's the most important thing to have that discussion with your attorneys, that digitizing, backing up, keeping it off-site, keeping it at a redundant site is absolutely the way to go. Um, so what we'll be talking about is how to how to be better with paper, and I don't say paperless because I'm not. I know very few firms who have gone paperless. It's really a less paper environment. And so the talk today is really about workflows and how can we help build some workflows for you that are going to have you put less paper off site, that are going to have you store less paper in the office, and what you are scanning to be able to scan it and save it in the proper location and OCR it and name it properly so it's findable. All these workflows come together, give the firm and give attorneys um, less reason to want to hold on to that piece of paper at the end of the day. Now your other session will be a case study. Um, tell us a little about what attendees can expect from that. The case study is really going to be about um, how we helped a firm uh, work together uh, with a firm, a very progressive, uh, Carolyn Smallwood, um, and how we're helping work together to build workflows that reduce the paper in the firm. She is all about um, paperless as, as much as can be done. And it's really based around, again, how can how can we deal with paper each time? How do we deal with it when it comes to the door? How do we deal with it when it's printed? Um, how do we even deal with electronic? Because 70% of everything today comes into the firm electronically. And so what's the workflow to be able to not have that turn into paper and not have that scan back in and now save twice into a document management system or folder or three or four copies of it in email? Um, as many firms know, uh, things come to the firm electronically, and the first thing someone wants to do is print that off. And then once it's printed, oh, gee, now I've got to scan it. Now I've got to save it. And so it's really about each step of the way. I have paper. I have paper off-site. I have paper in my firm today. I have paper. I have electronic coming in. I have paper coming in. And, again, it's talking about workflows. How are we going to deal with each one of those steps each one of those sources of paper and to make sure that we minimize saving it, A, stop printing it if we don't need to print it, and B, how do we minimize saving it to a file cabinet or shoving it in some kind of folder, Redwell or whatever, and putting that off-site? How can we digitize it and how can we keep it electronically and reduce paper and go to a, a less paper environment in the firm? Excellent. John, thank you so much for being here. It's been great speaking with you. And uh, thank you to our listeners and subscribers as well. You can learn more from John Gilbert in April at ALA's annual conference and expo in Denver, Colorado, at the Colorado Convention Center. 
Read all about what's new at the 2017 conference and register to join us there at alanet.org slash conf17. That's alanet.org slash conf17. Until next time. <laughs>